Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's voice of reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Well, the headlines from over the weekend were, of course, that former President Donald Trump won the state of South Carolina Republican primary there. Uh, but we want to get past the headline of that. What do the numbers tell us underneath all of that? And then, of course, the campaign shifts to Michigan and then on to Super Tuesday. Michigan has been a swing state in the last several presidential cycles. So the question rolling into what comes next starting tomorrow in Michigan is what happens on the Republican side? And does President Biden, for some reason, have a little bit of something to worry about in Michigan? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. As we recap a little bit of what happened over the weekend, get underneath the headlines of the win. Of course, the former president won by about 20 points, uh, beating former Ambassador Nikki Haley. About 60-40 was the way that broke down. The Haley campaign did exceed expectations. They were down about 35 points rolling into the primary contest in South Carolina. So she beat expectations there, and she has vowed to continue on the conversation and the debate uh, as it uh, rolls towards Super Tuesday. So we want to break that down underneath the headlines. What are the things we should be watching and following in the days ahead? So let's start with Nikki Haley's speech after Uh, her South Carolina results came in. I know 40% is not 50%, but I also know 40% is not some tiny group. There are huge numbers of voters in our Republican primaries who are saying they want an alternative. I said earlier this week that no matter what happens in South Carolina, I would continue to run for president. I'm a woman of my word. That's Nikki Haley uh, following the results coming in in South Carolina. Uh, And I I think that's an important point. 40% is not nothing. 40% is a significant, and it does show a little bit of the split inside of the Republican Party. I think it's interesting to note that if you went to the general election in South Carolina in 2016 and in 2020, uh, then candidate Donald Trump in 2016 defeated Hillary Clinton there by about 55, 56 percent of the vote in 2020. Former president beat current president about the same 55, 56 percent. But that's an entire statewide race for the presidency. And the fact that uh, the former president could only get to 59 percent in just a Republican primary uh, shows that there is a little bit of an undercurrent there that is dissatisfied, is not rallying around the person who is ahead. I think that means you You keep going. You keep having the debate and you keep the contest rolling along. Uh, Nikki Haley also emphasized how early we are in the process and contrasted herself to both President Biden and former President Trump. South Carolina has spoken. We're the fourth state to do so. In the next 10 days, another 21 states and territories will speak. They have the right to a real choice. And I have a duty to give them that choice. We can't afford four more years of Biden's failures or Trump's lack of focus. Uh, So a lot of focus on the chaos uh, from both the former president and the current president. 
Uh, and I think that's an interesting debate that is, will start to play out in an important state like Michigan, which, again, is always the one of those swing states that will determine who ultimately ends up in the White House in November. I think you're going to hear a lot from the Nikki Haley campaign in the days ahead uh, about it's one thing for the former president to win primaries in the spring. But the only thing that matters is you have to be able to win a general election on the first Tuesday of November in the fall. Now, the former president spoke after his win in South Carolina, and he said he thinks the Republican Party is united. But now there's a spirit that I have never seen. We ran two great races, but there's never been ever. There's never been a spirit like this. And I just want to say that I have never seen the Republican Party so unified as it is right now. So interesting statement from the former president in a 60-40 win in South Carolina. Of course, it was a 50-43-44 race in uh, New Hampshire. Uh, And so I don't know that that means uh, ultimate unanimity coming out of the Republicans. I think there are plenty who are still keeping their eye towards the fall and towards November. And those potential matchups are also pretty stark and pretty interesting under the surface. Uh, Currently, you have basically a toss-up between the former and the current president, if that were the head-to-head matchup on the first Tuesday of November. But Nikki Haley versus the current president, Joe Biden, uh, she wins by double digits. And so that's interesting. Now, whether that would hold up through the course, you have to play the game and and play it out. So Nikki Haley sort of has the reverse challenge uh, of not uh, just trying to win in the fall. It's clear she can win in the fall. The question is, can she win enough in the spring to become the nominee? And so that will be the debate and that will be the test. And it will be interesting to see the case that she makes, including coming here to Utah in a couple of days, uh, and what the message is in terms of why she's there and what comes next in terms of the crucial conversation for the country. That will be the specific piece. Now, I want to go to the Democratic side of the aisle, because while most people are giving a little bit of a yawn in terms of the primary contests for President Biden. He's clearly going to be the nominee for the Democrats, but he is bumping up against some really interesting headwinds when it comes to Michigan. And while he's not going to be challenged in terms of losing uh, uh, tomorrow in Michigan, there is a message being sent from people in in Michigan, including uh, Representative Rashida Tlaib, who released a video urging Michigan voters to vote uncommitted in the Democratic primary tomorrow. It is also important to create a voting block, something that is a bullhorn to say enough is enough. We don't want a country that supports wars and bombs and destruction. We want to support life. We want to stand up for every single life killed in Gaza. This is the way you can raise our voices. Don't make us even more invisible. Right now, we feel completely neglected and just unseen by our government. If you want us to be louder, then come here and vote uncommitted. So a call to vote uncommitted rather than voting for President Biden tomorrow by the Democrats. Uh, And again, someone from his own party in Congress, uh, Representative Rashida Tlaib, uh, making that call again, primarily focused on uh, the Biden administration's support for Israel and what is happening in Gaza from the humanitarian standpoint. So that's fascinating. Uh, the president also has some other headwinds, and that is some promises not kept in the state of Michigan. Last week, I spoke with political reporter uh, Christine Mui 
about the semiconductor industry in Michigan. Large chip producer uh, in Michigan, Hemlock Semiconductors, uh, was promised a big tax break uh, touted in the Chips and Science Act from the Biden administration. And now it appears that they are not going to be eligible for those tax breaks. And so you've got places that are sitting vacant in Michigan uh, with promises unkept. That's a big question still, is how exactly will these chips investments in different states, not just Michigan, how will those play into Biden's messaging ahead of the election? And so it's not clear yet if this is a huge issue for the Democrats, but it is notable that, yes, these are his allies in a swing state. So that swing state of Michigan. So the president has some headwinds that, again, will not impact him winning tomorrow uh, in Michigan. But if those people choose to stay home in November, then that swing state of Michigan swings a different direction. So I think both Republicans and Democrats have a lot to worry about in the state of Michigan. We'll watch how that all plays out. And we'll also continue to watch the crucial conversations, which are coming right here to the state of Utah uh, with candidate Nikki Haley coming here on Wednesday, uh, all part of that crucial conversation. We'll continue that here on Inside Sources coming up next. Think again on Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. 